Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Hustle podcast. My name is Lydia Wilmsen and I'm a mindset and business coach for high-achieving entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I share insights into how you can create a life of freedom, happiness and personal fulfillment while increasing financial success way beyond what you have achieved with hustle alone so far. Plus, every other week I interview inspiring and out-of-the-box thinking entrepreneurs. Have fun and enjoy! Welcome to today's podcast episode where I interview the amazing and lovely Desiree Benke. Desiree is a spiritual business coach and manifestation queen. And actually, a long time ago, we worked together It is so amazing to see this powerful woman now today after many years and I'm very excited to, to have you on the podcast today and very excited about the gold you're going to share with, with our audience. So welcome to the show, Desiree. Thanks a lot, Lydia. And my first question as per usual is that you give just a little bit of background. Who are you? What do you do? And how did you end up there basically? So what's your story? <laughs> Yes. So my name is Desiree Benke. I'm 28 years old and I grew up in Germany, in the south of Germany. I had a loving family and yeah, my childhood was, was beautiful. Also, the other parts of my life went really, really good. I studied industrial engineering. I figured out that personal development is something that is interesting. And my whole life, I did it already because I was always uh, helping children with the gymnastics. I always kind of coached other people. And with this background, I figured out that money mindset is one part that is one of my passions. And um, I went to a personal development seminar where other women sit in front of me and I just talked about what, how I deal with my finances, how I think about money and what I think about life and how I deal with my life and how happy I am, how easy it is and how I, I manifest everything just by thinking, okay, I want this. I'm happy to get it. And then I went on with my life and then I get it. So that's what I talked about. And for me, it was quite normal to say all this stuff because it's my life. And the woman that sat in front of me, which were quite a lot older, they were 30, 40 years older. They were astonished. Their mouths open. Their eyes are really wide. Like, wow, what are you talking about? You're a, at this time I was 24. So you're a quite young lady and you have such a big wisdom okay you need to share this please share it and that's when in november 2017 my podcast started and then yeah everything happens and felt in place and now um yeah i did my journey i'm on my journey and i'm creating a really impactful big business in the coaching world and where I help spiritual entrepreneurs that are most of the time also multi-passionate, also highly sensitive as I am the same and also ambitious. 
I help those women to to get their mind clear, to give themselves the permission to do it their own way, and yeah, to up level their energy so they manifest faster, easier, and happier. Oh, beautiful! You already touched on the topic, the very important topic of money mindset, obviously. And um, this was basically your your way forward, and you started your your podcast and. It's still a big part of what you do in, in your daily business life, so to say, what you teach people, what you coach people on. So could you give us perhaps two or three very important or in your eyes, very important mindset shifts around money? Where do you see people are and what is the shift to get, for example, to the place where you are? Yes. So first and foremost, for everything that you want to get and create in your life it doesn't matter if it's money it's love it's relationships it's clients it doesn't matter what it is you need to be committed and give yourself the permission because many people like most of the time women they have anxiety about being successful it sounds crazy but when you really face this success that you're craving and you really think about okay am i really in the place where i want this then there there are most of the time fears coming up and that's why you really need to face those fears and give yourself the permission to be successful to have money to get money and When you have the pattern, for example, it shows up that you as an entrepreneur have a lot of clients, you get money, but you spend it right away. That's one of the patterns. The underlying thing is that you don't give yourself the permission to have money. Also, I grew up in, in the south of Germany. For me, I see that uh, here in the Swabian part, there is... Um, there is this mentality of not spending money. So we are really good savers, like really, really good savers. Yeah, that's that's good. But on the other hand... It's in German. Sorry to interrupt you. It's in German, this um, schaffe, schaffe, häusle baue, right? Like, and yeah. that means like work, work and bow your little house. But like, yeah, like really work hard and, and save what you have. So that's the mentality you're speaking about for yes. all the Germans who are listening. So here, yeah, in, in my part of Germany, it's it's quite common that when you turn 18, so when you grew up, um, you have saving funds that that are higher than anyone else. Like me, I had six or seven bank accounts because I just have this money and my parents, they saved it. My grandparents, like, that's awesome. But when you are an entrepreneur, you need to invest. So that's one of the mindset shifts you need to make when when you have this pattern of, okay, I'm always saving money, saving, 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 and not going further, not investing, not growing your business, because the business is where you turn your money. And it, money is, I think it's feminine. So it wants to be in flow. And this money goddess, when you connect to her, she's always says, like, she's a gorgeous and she she's beautiful and she's loving so that means you need to give her the flow also when you have the otherwise pattern 
on the opposite, for example, only spending, only saving, or yeah, not doing anything, like not dealing with it. So the first thing I would say, make clear what you want and give yourself the permission. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the second thing I would say is have a look at your history with money and not only your your story, but also your parents' story. Many of the people that I coach, they have ancestors that are, they have a story with immigration or with war. So for sure, we, there are some patterns that are coming up when you are looking at your money mindset. That's the other thing. So look at the backstory and then you can break the patterns and then you can get easier and happier with money. And the third thing I would say is, well, there are many things. So I need to course one. <laughs> Build a loving relationship with money. I'm looking at my money glass here. I have a glass where I put my money in, like the money that universe delivers me when I on a walk normally I have a good idea and then there is a a penny a cent um, some money lying on the floor so the universe talks to me in money and when I look at this jar it's I think it's important to really get in touch with money and get this loving relationship it's not evil. It's not something that you need to force or something you need to push. You don't have to have this tension in your relationship with money. Money just is, and you are in charge how you want the relationship to be. So when you want to have a a loving relationship and then, yeah, do it, like change it or enhance it and uh, then you will soon like immediately you will feel a shift you will feel difference in your body in your mindset you will immediately see other results because it's an energetic thing so yeah get get in touch with money as it is it's just it is it's neutral and it's always there if you think you don't have enough, make clear you have enough and try to grasp all the money that is on earth. That's that's just unbelievable. So it's enough money to have here and it's enough uh, for everyone. You just have to give the permission. You have to clear the blocks that are there to get this loving relationship and then when you have a loving relationship and you are full of love and abundance for sure everyone wants to come to you as well as money wants to come to you yeah oh I love that especially this like loving relationship with money because of course like why should someone want to stay with you if you're putting all the the lack and all the doubts and all the like "Mm, I'm not sure if you're going to stay here like you know like if you have an anxious attachment style with money yeah of course money is going to avoid you these are the the two opposites so to say so that's a um, really good reminder of all the three points you said also this um, first one especially since you work with lots of women 
who have to step into this part of yeah, first knowing what they desire and then having that commitment piece. And I want to ask a question about that in a second. And there's this permission piece to really step into a place where you say, yes, I give myself permission to, to have that. And perhaps let's start there. Why do you think is it such a specifically probably female issue to not give yourself permission to have money? Like, what do you think? Where does it come from? Because there are so many male billionaires out there or millionaires, but women, we are just starting. Why do you think that is? Wow. Good question. I might channel the answer. <laughs> As I'm, I'm also a medium, so I, I might channel the answer and just ask the guides, hey, please give us the answer. Because my my human mind can't grasp it. It's just, I don't understand this. And yeah, okay. So the information that I get, and actually it's also something I experienced during working with my clients um, in our history. A lot of female humans and female so like souls that were in the Middle Ages actively working with spirits, with energetics, and with herbs and everything that were called witches. And we have right now this new framing of we are the witches, the ancestors of the witches that have not been burned. So we are the Daughters of the witches that have not been burned. And when I work with the women that are really, really aspiring and really ambitious with their careers, with their business, we come to a point where we need to look further back. In this part of our history of humankind, we have depressed the feminine part and then the male traits were more on top. The male female traits were, were in the household. They were kind of put it down and they dimmed their light. And now we are the ones who are healing this trauma, we can say. And we are the ones who are building a new economy, which doesn't mean that we need to have a matriarch key we just want to be on the same level and we will be on the same level way we create a completely new world it's not not comparable to anything that we have because there is no difference in face of what we can achieve between female and male for sure i say there is a difference of the behavior of the traits of the mindset of the um, of the energy as well so for us, it's important to strengthen the female within the female people and also strengthen the male, but not the wounded male part. We don't have wounded masculinity here anymore. We are uh, healing both parts and then it can come together. And that's why I also come to a point when I work with my ladies a little longer that we also talk about relationships, like how you can attract the perfect husband, the perfect man for you. Like me, I attracted, like I say, I'm a queen and I attracted my king. 
And I don't know if you can feel it, but when you see yourself and when I talk to you as, hello, how are you, queen? Hello, king, I see you. That's such a difference in how we honor the other person. Mm -hmm. I love that. And when you said the, <clears throat> the sentence of, we have been the daughters of the, the witches that have not been burned, I really got goosebumps because it is so true. It is so true. And it's definitely one of the main, main reasons like that this part now can come, come into healing. It, the same as you said with healing the masculine or like the wounded masculine and have something totally new that we never ever had here on the planet. And with that, women can come into wealth, like into massive wealth as well and share this and bring like new generations of wealth and beauty and happiness and amazing relationships that, that you also touched onto into the world. So this is so, so, so powerful. And um, perhaps, and yeah, and this is probably also why the permission part is so important because we haven't been like raised with this because as you said women were in the house we were dealing like our ancestors with stuff in the house we were not in the open dealing with the big finances so to say so there needs to really be a shift into a very new consciousness in women and this is probably also why many people struggle with it because of this it's a new it's something very new so they step into uncertainty and into not knowing and have to say yes to that when you help yeah. them with that. And that can show up when you have a look at the at your business and at your industry. And then you see men that are showing up with their prices. They are celebrating every new client. They are celebrating their um, cash flows and their highest month and all this. And I think there is a feminine way to also do this. I think we also should celebrate, but in our own way, we should celebrate publicly that we are helping people. And most of the time I, I experience that the, the women that are working as light workers, as I call them, they are giving so much sometimes more than a man and they are dimming their light and that needs to stop. And that's why I say, Hey, light up the world time to shine. Yeah. That's what we need to do. And that's not something we need to force and not a hard, like a hard way. Um, it's not something we do with hustling. It's the way, the feminine way It's the way of, yeah, knowing intuitively when to get in this feminine energy and also when it's part to sit down and <laughs> just have your to-do list and do all the stuff so there there needs to be, be this yin and yang this mm -hmm. connection of both ways and yeah when you struggle with pricing for example that's also Give yourself the permission to say, hey, I am a high performance coach. I am delivering so much value. I am valuable and I have the permission. I give myself the permission to step up, to help people big way. 
That's beautiful, Desiree. And you already touched on that. I want to um, speak a bit more about the hustle place, uh, the hustle part, obviously, since this is also the topic or the name of the podcast. But first, go a little bit back to the topic of commitment that you said, I think, is point number two, like first or first commitment and then permission. So can you elaborate a little bit more on the commitment piece? What does commitment mean for you, perhaps in a feminine way, but what does commitment in life, in business mean for you? Yeah, commitment is the art of saying something or deciding and then um, doing what you decided and doing what you said. So what comes with this is the clear definition and the decision. You need to decide what you want. And for this, you need to go inward. You need to yeah, have a talk with yourself, maybe go in nature in best way during your feminine cycle when you when you are in the inner in the winter phase um as i also have a look and coach with the moon and with the feminine cycle so it's it's the best time to do it in your inner winter and then you figure out what are your inner desires in every part in your life and then you decide from inside out, you have this clear decision. And then when it's from inside out, when it's authentic, you are easily committed to it because no one else can give you a goal. You are always setting your goals for yourself. You are saying, I want this. And then for sure, you need to do something to also get it. You need to use the masculinity to do something but also lay in this feminine flow that's what i see and what i understand about commitment yeah to to decide from your heart and then do what you decided and do what you said basically stay true to yourself right You make the decision and then you follow through on your own decision, not a decision for others, but your very own true deep desire. Hmm. In that point, there are coming so many mindfucks. Like that's, that's horrible what can come up with this. Yeah, share a bit with us because I think you also went through that when I remember. <laughs> so share a little bit, share a little bit from your journey. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, I am a woman that has, Big, big visions, like really big visions. For now, I see they are big, but well, when we do it, we, when we do a talk in 15 years, they, I say, well, that was peanuts. So <laughs> right now they are big. My process is I go inside, then I say, wow, I'm really motivated, energetic, and I want to do this and I will do it. And I'm really committed to do it. And I'm ready to do this. I write every mindset that I need to, like from this quantum uh, manifestation part, I, I go in the future, then I write and think about what, what does this person that I will be think right now. So that's what I do, quantum manifestation. And then, yeah, I do. And then time happens. And then maybe there is not so directly a message from the universe. And then doubts come in. And when the doubts come in, 
you have two ways to go. You have the one way that says, okay, then I stop. I focus on the doubts. Or I say, hey, thank you that you are here, that you are reminding me that I'm in a process. And you can shift and say, now I'm focusing again, even more on my goal, even more on my way. And to be honest, I'm struggling with it all the time. Like every new level is has a new devil, as we say. It can be a small thing like, do I use a Calendly link or you can book me link? Like, it's just, mm. It's but so funny. Yeah, it's it so true. So, so little, but also it can be big in business. Uh, which marketing strategy do I use? Which pricing do I use? Is it okay for this hustling part? Is it okay to go? I, I do uh, Bogenschießen. It's called archery in English. Mm -hmm. So I that's my new sport. And when I go there, it's me time. And when I have this bow and this arrow in my hand, I'm focusing on the bow and the arrow and I'm not doing anything else. But that's what, what I need to say and stick to because that's me, my time. And that's something I need to give the permission myself. For sure, I had this part in me that said, okay, no, you're building a big business. You have big goals. You are visionary. You have potential in yourself. You know, you are only using 2% of your potential. That's not something I accept for myself. So this hustling part was really loud. And that's why I need to come back to my, my own way, to myself. And then I can act from this. And I put the doubts away, not carrying under, but I'm just looking at them and say, hey, I'm I'm seeing you. Thank you for the for showing up. Now I'm deciding my own way. And my way is the easy way. The easy yeah. way. I, I think you gave me the picture of the bow and the arrow when we coached years ago um when we when you decide on a goal and we have this whole motivation then we we shoot and during the flight on the arrow we can't do anything we just have to surrender and let this arrow flow and then it it hits the target What needs to be is that you have the right direction. And when you are a little bit two, three centimeters on the right while shooting, then it doesn't match. It doesn't, doesn't hit the target, basically. The target. So you need to be really clear in your definition. And that's why I say you need to come from yourself. And then you shoot and it hits. Yeah. You get better um, with it, so it's a way. 
Yeah, it's practicing like everything. It is practicing and people don't get it. Okay, let's go to the hustle part first. But I would um, then also love to hear more about this, this manifestation process and the doubts creeping in and all of that. You as a manifestation queen. So that would be lovely to hear your thoughts on that because it's so true. It's the intention. And then it really is the practice. You will get better. Like the first time I used an arrow and a bow. Oh my goodness. That was embarrassing. Like not really. It was lots of fun, but you know, and the second time was a bit better the third time also a bit better and if I kept going you know in, in one year I don't know what would happen so with your mind people don't understand that you also practice with your mind people always think it's just sports that you practice and all the rest no you don't have to practice that just needs to work so to say but that in a second first I wanted to speak more about the hustle part what was your path to shift from from this this hustle part and not enough me time into Wow, now I can work when I want, but also I just step into the flow. I just step into ease and have, use that power. So what shifted and what can you tell people who are still stuck in the, in the hustle world? Mm. Well, I, I told you I studied industrial engineering. So it's, it's a course where I had university from morning till till evening uh, non-stop and I loved it however I was trained to work I was trained to have excel sheets to have um clear yeah clear competition as well I also did gymnastics where I had a lot of competition so I was really the hustler and with my ambition I didn't understand when Like, for, for example, you said, oh, you can have ease. It's fun. Like, yeah, I had fun, but I had fun while creating, while working. So I always said, um, I'm, I'm a worker and I love what I do. And I, I put more on my plate and more on my plate and more on my plate. And then what happened was I didn't manage to follow up everything. And while um, getting more into the feminine energy and leaning more in this feminine flow, I understood that when I don't honor my femininity, half of myself I cut out of my life because I was not the person that could cry. I was not the person that could cuddle. I, I I didn't know what love really was. I didn't felt anything. Like, sure, I said I felt something, but um, I didn't. And now my life just up-leveled because I understood and I, I tried just, I tried how it is to be feminine, to be more uh, emotional. And for sure, that's, that's a hard way to say because when you're not used to something and when you're not used to have emotions that deeply and that instantly and when you are highly sensitive as you are as well Julia so you pick up emotions from others as well it can be overwhelming and that was what happened for me I had one oh my god I had one moment in this situation I was in a supermarket and doing a course for personal development where I was really a lot in my processes. And when I was in the supermarket, 
all the price tags, they were orange, like this really orange that says, hey, I'm a super sale. Hey, look at me. I looked at them and I just needed to buy butter or something, like one thing. But it was horrible for me to, to walk through this supermarket because all the price tags, all these orange things that are bulping in my field are getting in my head and I was overwhelmed with emotions. And I felt myself like, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And then I came home. It was gladly, it was just two, three minute work. And then I was there and I needed to lay on the floor and do nothing because my whole system kind of collapsed. Like me, like this. And I had so many ideas, inspirations, feelings, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I laid down. I watched children TV, so I had something to hear and some happy energy, some some positivity, and then it got better. And that was the point when I said, okay, something is not right here. I need to correct it and I need to decide how I want my life. Because my family, they had burnout. I, I have people in my family that already had it. So I'm quite aware of this topic and that's why I really don't want this. In the first hand, it's a trying out. It's a test, an experiment, and then you find out if it's for you or not, but we can say you will find out it's, it's awesome. And um, yeah, what I had in my head that, that perceived me from doing it earlier was the thinking, well, when I am not working that much, but getting more money, as we can do as entrepreneurs, it's easy. Like when you have an online course like me, I do have a group um, with 10 people. Each one is paying 1,000 euro, for example. Then you have 10,000 euros for working one hour a week. So... That's that's how it is. That's easy. It goes. That's that's easy. But for me, the idea was like the idea was clear, but I didn't know why I would do it, why I would want to have this. And then I said to myself, okay, what would I do with the free time? Because I had the limiting belief, and here it comes to your question. I had the limiting belief when I don't work much, my life gets boring. Big one. And <laughs> that was the biggest mindset shift I needed to make to say now, okay, it, it's okay to just lie there. And, and also, um, yeah, I had this need for attention. So I, I had this from my family, like when, how I grew up. And when I shifted this belief, I also said, okay, I am enough when I am happy when I am having fun and I don't need any people to be with me to show for example in Instagram that I am now having fun sure I do because the people that I coach are desiring what I what lifestyle I have um, and that's why I also share when I'm traveling when I'm doing my sports when I'm yeah just 
enjoying my life the way I do it. Because that's also important to know when you don't have work to do, it doesn't mean that you are laying in the bed and <laughs> yeah, Sleeping. nothing. Like you're you're not you're not a rock. <laughs> You are a living, breathing being that wants to have fun in their life. And that means you will always come up with ideas. And when you really have a look at your vision board or at your bucket list, you will figure out that you need a lot of time to to have all these experiences and that you want to have money for this. And that's why it's okay, it's more than okay, to build a business that supports this and also supports other people because I'm sure you're not building a business because you want the business. It's a higher purpose that has it. Yeah. Uh, It's really great that you mentioned this piece about, um, oh gosh, I'm going to be bored because this is one of the big, um, one of them. It's not the only one, one of the big ones that I also encounter with like very hustly people and the validation attention piece. Like these are two big ones for high achievers, overachievers that keep them from moving more like beyond the hustle and into ease, for example, and into having more free time. And what you said, like as a solution is really so important having a big why, a big purpose, like why am I here on earth? What do I want to to be of change or what do I want to impact here? And also have lots of desires. Like if you only have one goal, okay, it's going to be delivered and then there is nothing in your pipeline. So the more desires and goals you have, the more there is to fill your life, so to say. So it's not about running away from this idea, oh my goodness, I'm going to be bored and instead figuring out, okay, so what else is there to experience? So I love that you brought up these two things. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And what you said, um, when you achieve a goal, it doesn't mean that you're finished. I had once a client that that was preventing herself of achieving her goal. It was just like, it was one sale she needed to make. And then I asked her, hey, why are you doing this? I see the pattern in you and you are preventing it. Why? Then we get into coaching. I also use meditation and light language and some spiritual techniques. And yeah, we figured out she was fearing to achieve the goal because she had the idea then her life ends then she's over because she has nothing to do more here but Mm. you are here on earth to experience yourself to have fun and that's the new world we are talking about to have fun to be loving to be loved to enjoy all the the wonderful places in in this world and to create a new one yeah Definitely. I'm on your page there. (laughs) And because you mentioned it right now, and I guess two things um, not everyone might be aware of here. First, um, you spoke about the winter. Can you elaborate a little bit more about the winter in the cycle and also about light language? These are the two things not everyone might know. So maybe we start with the light language because it was the last thing we talked about. Light language is spiritual tool i say um it's a language that some people are able to speak some people are able to write and it comes from different stars and so there are three light languages that we know about 
three di different dialects, we can say. The purpose of it is that you, when you hear this language, your mind directly gets off. It's switched off because it's nothing you understand with your mind. It's something that goes directly in your heart. So light language um, is, is the most powerful language, the highest energy that we have and can use here on earth. And it's something that I use in my activations when it comes to activating no new portals, activating new levels, um, activating love. For example, I have this big vision that I'm standing in front, like on a stage and around me are 80,000 people, like really a big, big, big amount of people, like many people. And I'm giving this meditation where we go in the visualization of their next level me. And then in the end, I speak the light language to open up their heart. And a big wave of love flows like water through all the people. That's my, my big vision. And that's why, how I use light language. So if you want, I can talk a little bit in light language. Yeah, do that. <laughs> give, give the audience an, an idea about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a disclaimer. When you feel um, emotions in your in your body, just feel it, breathe, and enjoy. Arukanyak alayekanas kantanyak kurak enayak sakitanwara kenayak tarakanas kantulai kikish katkut tarakanas katush kushkush ash karakis kanwa kanalai kikas kutarekina ukuk ukarakanais ketui kin aruk enyak kas kanturakai erukanai en kurakas kanya kalai erukanai kana karukanai kanas kintau enukarakanais kintau alukai na tukana tik atuk ek sai. That was lovely. Would it be interesting if everyone, not everyone, but the people who listened, if um, later on you share in the different channels where we share the podcast, if you can can share your experience and also what it did to you and how you felt. Like, for example, for me, it was really like a, a very activating, um, like activating on my whole body, like a very tingly sensation over my whole body, like goosebumps, but not only on the arms, but over my whole body. So that would be interesting to really hear from you, like from everyone who wants to share, um, share with us what, what, yeah, how it felt to you, what your experience was. And thank you, Desiree. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so the feminine cycle, like men also have a cycle. Maybe you experience that as well. Depends also on your astrology. For example, my king is um, more sensitive to the moon. And yeah, we, we are connected in our cycles. That's really interesting. Um, but that's another topic. So, And um, the feminine cycle is also most of the time connected to the moon. So you can see, to say in the easy words, um, we have this full blooming, full moon phase where we say, yes, I am 
shining. I am outside. I'm standing there and look at me. I want everything. Like I'm the queen. I'm the one. Hmm. Yes. That's the stage where you have this ovulation uh, where you are really, yeah, open to be seen. And that's when, for example, in business, I do my workshops. I start my workshops um, most of the time in that phase. And for example, when there is the other part, like the new moon, um, then you have this the menstruation and um, then, yeah, you are more in yourself. You're more connected to your inner core. You are maybe, I don't hope that you have cramps, period cramps. Uh, if you have, you should really talk to me because that's not normal. Um, and yeah, when you have your period, you should go inside. You should go in yourself. And what I do is in business, I'm more reflecting. I'm using this time to deciding new things. Like as we say, the new moon as well is something we say, okay, we are setting the seeds for the new. We are starting new. And um, that's, that's how you can use your menstrual cycle to support your business. For example, when you want to pick on the price or invest something and you're not sure about doing it, then you can go inward in this winter phase where we say it's winter because we are more inside. We are having our period. So that's the winter. And on the other side, uh, we have the summer, the ovulation, the showing up. Um, that's yeah that's how I do it and that's how my clients are are doing it because I found out that it's the most natural way how feminine businesses are built it so you mean like because you said um, if you're not sure about pricing then use the winter period to to let the answer come intuitively from the inside so to say yes mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I love also working with the cycle and um, what you now said, like to to also work with your partner and see how the cycles there align. This is also like, you know, we can always take it to the next level. Yeah. So that's super interesting. <laughs> and what I wanted to know also is, since you call yourself a manifestation queen, um, and we spoke a little bit about you set an intention and then you let go. But when the arrow flies, you know, you have to let it fly. You can't just run after the arrow and say like, nah, why are you not there yet? Or, you know, like now you have to go like 180 degrees into the opposite direction. Like, no, that's bullshit. So share perhaps some thoughts around how to make the manifestation process easier or how to let go of the doubts or like something around that for the audience for because for most people it's still like how do I do that you know like mm -hmm. what the heck what is this even like I just shall sit there and wait until it drops into my lap or what so let the manifestation queen out and share some gold nuggets <laughs> yeah so first and foremost I have a course that is teaching this in depth so um I'm just giving you the surface level right now as we don't have time to share everything as well so 
Um, when you are interested to go in depth and want coaching on this, just contact me. And yeah, for, for, for manifestation, I developed a process like a formula and this formula is really easy to use in each step of this formula. You can use your own method. And one of the things we start is really deciding, like decide, figuring out what your desire is. What is your desire? What's the thing you are really desiring? And then get a clear definition on it. That's something people say, okay, you do future writing, for example. Maybe you know this tool where you say a date in the future and then write in the a diary entry from this place for example hello lovely diary today is the 5th of november 2026 and i'm so happy because my partner that i'm loving and that's yeah cuddled me and i gave a kiss for him and I'm holding my belly because I'm pregnant and I'm so happy because my assistant called me today and she said, wow, we have five people in our highest level mastermind that is giving us cash flow 300,000 euros. So that's what you write. That's, for example, one tool you can use for the first step to, to get really clear on your definition. Then. There's the second place that we also talked about is the acknowledgement of your thoughts, of your limits, of your blocks. So, um, and yeah, to erase them. <laughs> so we have the D, we have the A, the acknowledgement and the erasion. And then we have the doing as well, like tackling your things, like tackling really in the masculine way as well and that's what you need to do in the mindset in the energetic but also in the physical in the obvious part so what i do is i'm using okay that's something maybe some of you would know but i'm mentioning it here so you know something um i'm using the tesla um spiritual method so it's 369 so we are using the the whole thing the whole body the obvious part we are also uh, tackling and thinking about the mindset and also about the energetic so we it's a whole part whole thing because we are complete and when you tackle your your doings then it's important to let go to let go that's when the arrow flows that's when you can't and you should not <laughs> do anything like some the people fear. some people are they are ordering and then right before the delivery is pushing the bell on on your door or right before to to be in the same uh, picture right before the arrow hits the target they are moving the target they are saying oh no now i want any something else because maybe they think ah it's not happening ah it takes so long mm, was it too high my goal was it too fancy mm, am i allowed to do this is it okay to have it like all this 
things are coming up and that's when you need to surrender. That's when you need to let go. And for this, I can recommend just lying in the grass, connecting with Mother Earth, blessing the universe to delivering it and really say, hey, universe, I did anything. I tackled myself. I did the to-dos. I've done anything I need to do. And now it's your part. It's your turn. Some people are asking me, okay, when is the time to let go? Because yeah, you can let go too early. But most of the time when you are thinking about, okay, what can I do else? I've done everything. Then that's the time where you need to let go. And then you say, okay, universe, it's your part. And then maybe when you are lying in the grass to give it to the next level, you can play the music. I will tell you, Lilia, which one it is. There is a song I'm always, yeah, I'm programming my mind with surrendering. It's called, I, it's about surrendering and it's about trusting the flow of the earth and trusting the universe. And then when you have it, you can receive, you can have the ease, have the manifestation. And yeah, that's how you date the universe. You define, you acknowledge, you tackle, and you enjoy what you manifested. And as I'm a Swabian person, I developed this formula and then I put it and something special in it because in Swabian, we also do at the end of our words, we also do a L inside. So we minimize kind of, and that's why the formula is the datele. Is what? Datele. That's datele. No, I love this. Yeah, the, the people from from there, they always put le. That's hütle. Schwäble. Yeah. You're so funny. Uh, yeah, I really like that. And what's the name of the song? I Surrender to the Flow of the Earth. Oh, that's the name of the song. Okay. People can find it. So, Or not. if not, then just write Desiree a message. <laughs> We will put it in the show notes. Let's do that. Great. That's a good idea. Okay. And my last question, my dear, today is, um, yeah, just any last, any last thoughts, any last shifts, any last tips you want to share with the audience today? Yeah. Don't make it too complicated. It's easier than you think. And it's okay to have it easy. Give yourself the permission and say to yourself, I'm allowed to have it easy because I'm here on earth and I decided on this way. These are beautiful last words. Thank you, Desiree, for being with me here today and sharing your knowledge and wisdom with all of us today. You're welcome. Did you like this podcast episode? Then please share it with people who you know could benefit from it. Also, I would be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It would mean such a lot to me. If you want to stay connected with me, please join my Telegram channel for daily mini reminders around mindset, business growth, investing and living life to the fullest. Or message me directly on Instagram or LinkedIn. You will find all the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.
Much love, Lydia. <lacht>